you sit and stare at your phone screen. You even scroll a bit for inspiration. As an entrepreneur, you're supposed to post every day, right? You know you need to post something today, but what? What if you had 30 days with the storytelling prompts to give you inspiration? And best part, it's free. What? These thought-provoking prompts will get your creative juices flowing and help you attract and connect with your audience in a more meaningful way. Designed to be used on any platform from lighthearted posts about your business journey to reflective ones about the why behind what you do, this story prompt calendar makes it easy for you to attract and nurture your soulmate customer so they can convert to sales no matter what your niche. Get your 30-day content calendar now and say goodbye to that blank page stare. Go to www.thenickdemus.com forward slash 30-day calendar to get yours free. This is the Creative Soulpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Demas. Let's go. Welcome back, my friend, to another episode of the Creative Soulpreneur Podcast. I'm Nick Demas, your host, and that sounds like Scooby. Your host? And today we're talking about productivity and ideas to help maximize your time and create output as a creative entrepreneur. You are at your desk and you start writing an email. Your text goes off and you look at it. Oh, and then you realize, oh my gosh, I haven't yet posted it on social today. And you then realize, oh, I need to create a video. So you start creating the video, but then you aren't liking how it's going. And then all of a sudden, bam, you remember that you never sent the email. Sound familiar? And no, this isn't undiagnosed ADHD. No matter what kind of entrepreneur you are, getting into a productive flow with your work is so, so important. But it can be really, really tough when you're juggling so many projects, like we do here at Nicodemus Media. We have, obviously, the online classes that you probably know me from, but also we have films and theater projects and marketing and running the business side of things, too. So in this episode, I'm going to share some of my favorite techniques, tools, mindset shifts that I've learned along the path the last 30 years in business that have really helped me become more efficient and productive in my own business and really in my own life. And these are tools that help you focus, avoid distractions, use time more wisely, and get more quality work done. Notice I said the word quality, not quantity, quality work done every single day. So the first is time blocking. So go to your calendar, go to it, and map out blocks of time to focus on specific tasks or a specific project. When I was working on Body Electric, the documentary, I would say, okay, these next three hours, that's what I'm going to focus on. And no, I'm not going to take emails in the middle of it. And no, I'm because that's switch tasking. And you actually lose time and definitely focus when you switch task. So blocking it out, you know, these three hours are for the film, or maybe for you, it's this hour, I'm going to write that email. No, I'm not going to also text during it. No, I'm also not going to post on social during it. I'm going to write that email. The second is this single tasking. 
And it's basically related to what I was just talking about, which is focusing on one thing instead of multitasking. I know, I know, I know. We're all like, I have to multitask. I have to. That's how the world works these days. No, 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 no. You can focus on one thing at a time because what happens when you turn all your focus or in the yogic circles that we call a drishti, your gaze point, to one thing, one specific point of energy, it gets you into the state of flow. And when you're in flow, that's when your creativity is exploding and expanding and you are creating in a way that is so genius. And that's not going to happen if you're texting in the middle of it or if you're doing multiple things at the same time. The third is called the Pomodoro Technique. And this is an interesting one where you work in 25-minute bursts, then take a five-minute break. And you can set a timer that helps you stay focused. Now, for me, I don't do 25 minutes. I think because I was in the theater so long. And in the theater, the union requirement is 55 minutes of work, a five-minute break. Or 80 minutes of work and a 10-minute break. And so I think my body clock is so used to that, that rather than the Pomodoro technique, I do the theater technique of 55-5 or 80-10. If I'm really in the flow, like if I'm in that time-blocked, single-focused state, flow state of being, I will go 80 minutes, but then I do get up and take a 10-minute break. You got to take those breaks. Your brain needs that space, again, in order to create because you get tired, you get distracted when you are not focused. There's a reason. There's a reason even, I mean, that goes back to even sort of, you know, the factory days, old school factory where the unions demanded the break because you need that time. You need that time. And so too in theater and so too in your business, even when you're working by yourself, you need to give yourself that time. Get up, walk, take a walk. Even if it's just around your house or your apartment a couple of times. Okay, the next is to... Batch similar tasks, group tasks, things like replying to emails or phone calls, do them all together in one of those time blocks. So I know for me, if I sit and answer three emails and then I go and I do something else and I come back and there's two more emails and they're, oh gosh, I got to, I got to respond immediately. No, you don't. No, you don't. I think that we have been conditioned now to believe that we have to. My rule, and I'm going to share this with you, is within 24 hours for business. An email must be returned within 24 hours. That's the rule here at DMS Media. And by holding off and not responding to every email immediately or every text immediately, by giving myself the space, I can do it in a group time that is more productive so that I'm not taking myself out of the flow state of whatever it is I'm working on. Okay, then there is what is called the 80-20 rule. Prioritize the 20% of tasks that give you 80% of the results. So don't get bogged down in a very low return on your investment. Because for some of us, we don't prioritize our tasks and we end up spending, and I've been guilty of this, a lot of time on something that isn't really that important in your business and isn't going to be 
a return on the time and investment resources that you spent on it. I also love the top five, top five of the day. Because people are like, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't even know where to start. Prioritize your top five. What are the top five things that absolutely have to get done today or need to get done today? Start at number one and do it until it's complete. Don't do all five at the same time. I know, I know. Do one, then the other, then the other, then the other, and get through those top five. If you get through those five, prioritize five new ones. Then work at peak times. So schedule creative work, especially during times of the day when you have the most energy. I know for me, that is the morning. If I, what I call the the Oprah hour around three, four o'clock, it used to be at three or four, this is, old, this is old school, Oprah would come on and I used to lay on the couch and nap. And my cycle is still like that. We all have different daily cycles. By three, four in the afternoon, I'm out. I have very little energy between three and four. Picks back up again at night and I can actually work into the night. I love to write, especially in the night. But that mid-afternoon point is not good for me. So that is not a time for me to schedule important things. It's not a time for me to schedule really detail-oriented tasks or things that are like needing super creative brain power. That's a good time for me. I tend to go to the gym in the afternoon because it re-energizes me, gives me a bit more energy so that I don't have that late afternoon crash. Okay, the next is about your space, the space that you're in. If you have an office like I do, you're going to want to remove physical clutter and any distractions from your workplace. Declutter not only the physical, like your desk and what you see, I know for me, if it's chaotic, I feel chaotic. So when it is, and this is like, so I'm like, I'm like, so your mother right now, go clean your room, go clean your room. But it really does when the space is clean and clear, you will be less distracted. Also, not only the physical space, as I was saying, but also you want to declutter your digital spaces. That's like the inboxes, your drives, bookmarks. They can create lots of overwhelm. I know I can tend to, on my desktop, have 5,000 things up, you know, that I haven't yet put into folders. But at the end of the day, it's really wise to clean that desktop and, you know, use Dropbox or Google Docs or whatever storage is useful or helpful to you and how and organize it in a way that you can remember it. Because I know I have also, in the past, thrown things in folders and then been like, what folder did I put that in? Oh my gosh, I can't find it. Search, search, search. So keeping an organized system is really important. Emails, one of the things we do at Nicodemus Media now is with the team, we use Slack. Slack is a software that really, it like takes all those emails out of your email inbox and puts them into folders, essentially where you communicate with the team and it stays there. So it frees up your email inbox. And also there's a record, which I really, really like, a record of conversations. You can prioritize it. You can um, create groups so that not everyone has to be on every email. Or if like for me, I want to be on every email. I want to be able to at least see them. It can all be in Slack versus in my inbox, which has really changed the game for me. 
It's really, really helpful. I strongly recommend it if you have a team. And you should have a team. Why don't you have a team? Okay. The next is automate wherever possible. Because no matter what the size of your team, there's more than your team can handle. (laughs) Because the more you have, the bigger the team you need. And you still won't have enough people and time. And there are things that your team doesn't need to do that can be automated, repeatable tasks. They can be off your plate, off your team's plate through automation, delegation, AI. There are lots of AI tools that I love. Cast Magic we use for this podcast. Check it out. Cast Magic is absolutely amazing. And we'll put links in the show notes to these, these different tools that I have been talking about. Okay, and this one's a big one. And that is to minimize notifications. Disable your app notifications on your phone. Get rid of them. You do not need to know every single time somebody comments on your Facebook post, your personal one. You really don't. The calendar alerts, those all break your focus. And the more you break your focus, the less you stay in that flow state that we were talking about earlier. You want to take breaks from your screen. Part of that 10 minute that I was talking about of getting up and leaving is to give your eyes and your mind a rest. As amazing as Zoom is, and we're in this, you know, Jetsons space age, it's phenomenal, but it is really hard on your eyes and your energy. So be sure to give yourself some time away. That 10 minute, that 10 minute, I'm going to keep coming back to the five or that 10 to give yourself a rest, particularly if you're a digital entrepreneur and you're on Zoom all the time. Go outside. Take that walk that I was talking about. Do a meditation. It's a physical practice because your energy level will need that break so that you don't burn out. So that you don't burn out. Nap. Oh my gosh. I wish I could. Anybody else terrible at naps? I'm a terrible napper. But you know, my husband's amazing at it. He could take a nap in the middle of the day and he'd be so refreshed. He says he is. It does not work for me. But if it does work for you, go for it. Finally, I really want you to reward your progress. You know, celebrate hitting milestones before jumping to the next task. This is something that we forget. We absolutely forget to do. We are so productive or productivity focused that we don't actually stop and say, oh my gosh, I completed that. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Oh my gosh, people are going to love this. We don't actually stop to congratulate ourselves. And when we're not Congratulating ourselves, we're not in the space of gratitude, of joy, and that can actually lead to lots and lots of burnout. So reward yourself. Pat yourself on the back. You did good. You did good. You did good, boo. So these are a few of my favorites. And the key is to trying out different techniques and tools to find the right flow for you and your business. So don't be afraid to experiment and tweak and build whatever systems are right for you. Because We don't want you hustling. It can be tiring. And staying productive during the workday is important to producing the best work and growing your business, taking it to the next level, but also taking care of you. And I hope these productivity ideas, tips, tools give you something to try out. And let me know which ones resonate with you. And if I've missed some others, maybe you've got one that you can share with me. So DM me at the Nick Demas and let me know. Thank you so very much for being here. I truly do appreciate it. Be sure to leave us a review 
five stars, my friends. And I'll see you on the next episode.